Hello everyone and welcome to a new podcast that we are coming out with. Uh, this has, uh, well this is not a YouTube podcast first of all, this is not going to come out on YouTube. We are just putting it on uh, Spotify and uh, Anchor and all the podcast platforms that Anchor basically works with because I use Anchor and uh, it's going to go on the PL report feed. Uh, but it has nothing to do with the PL or any sort of report. <laughs> this is uh, purely a venture for me and my brother Shitich. And uh, like, yeah, no, you you uh, have to speak. This is an audio yeah, podcast. I, know. Nee, yeah. I think you were continuing. That's why. So no, uh, no. Well, yeah, when I say your name, you just say yes or no or. Yeah, that's not me. Just like, <laughs> you have to give some sort of verbal word. We can't, we can't do physical like uh, cues, uh, visual yeah, cues. Like yeah, and no, because this is, I have never recorded an audio only on an audio only platform before. So yeah, okay. But getting back to the introduction, this podcast is basically for no reason. We are doing this just because we want to. We've been talking about it for a while. Yeah, it's coming out in the PL report thing and I don't want to change that name because that is supposed to be uh, like, th- that's what that feed is actually for. This is just an occasional thing that we are doing. And uh, just because we want to talk about other things. I I I just don't like, like, I have other sporting interests. If anybody who's actually heard the PL report, they would realize that uh, football is not the only thing I talk about. And I love bringing in basketball metaphors and ba- things related to basketball. Because that's just the kind of person I am. Uh, when I love something, I become. I try and learn about this history. I really try and invest my time in it. And uh, I, uh, those hobbies become quite passionate for me. So the biggest passion, most important passionate hobby that I want to really talk about. And I want to talk about Shitaj with because this is uh, b- basically the idea behind this podcast is quite simple. We, me and Shitaj talk on the phone. Half the time we'll talk about basketball. The other half we'll talk about personal shit that's going on in our lives. And uh, like, obviously, this is not a podcast to, it's not a therapy session or it's not a conversation <laughs> of, uh, in that sense, like, uh, we'll talk about, uh, like, basically me and Shit will gossip. We'll talk about people around us. We'll talk about our mother. We'll talk about our cousins. We'll talk about our friends. Like, that's how normal conversation goes, right? But this is not about that. This is about us talking about the things we love. This is talk- us talking about our hobbies. And uh, well, for anybody who's met the both of us, like in the sense that uh, met Shitaj through me or they know both of us or like whatever, they would realize that we are kind of similar in quite a lot of senses. Like uh, we have a lot of uh, similar hobbies and uh, we... Uh, we are highly influenced by each other in terms of the shit that we really enjoy in our daily lives. Hmm. And yeah, that's our dad. And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's get on with it. Like it's a meandering introduction, which tells you basically tells you how this podcast is going to be. It's going to be meandering. It's not going to make a lot of sense. And it's mainly for me and Shitaj to fulfill our wishes. <laughs> it's a very wishful one. Uh, so, okay. Uh, I've talked for long enough. Let's actually hear the person who's here. Like, uh, If anybody who actually listens to these, this podcast stream or to me on YouTube, they've heard this voice long enough. Let's actually bring in the voice that the people don't know. So, Shitaj, let's go. Uh, tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, I'm Shitaj. I'm Amshul's brother. Uh, I'm 
ஹேண்டில் <laughs> <laughs> Me and Shitan watched the first season and it was excellent television. <laughs> I, <laughs> like I'm not even joking. I genuinely loved it. I want to watch the second season but I'm not going to watch it alone. Like uh, it's it's not fun when you're not watching it. Like like me and Shitan like there's an Indian show called Splits Villa. Like anybody who's Indian would definitely know about this show. <laughs> me and Shitan like we don't even hate watch it anymore. We genuinely enjoy watching it. Like we root for characters in the show. Like uh, like there was this guy called Anshuman a couple of seasons ago <laughs> and he was such a favorite of ours. We were looking forward to the day like we were so horrified that he would get eliminated any episode but they just couldn't do it <laughs> the guy when he went to went on to win the show didn't he nahi nahi semis because uh, that priyank dude won the show in the end oh god the guy with that goofy hair right yeah 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 oh god that was so bad that hair was terrible like like okay i'll have to use the hindi word for it because the english word does not like it does not suit the tone as to how his hair was they ek number ke chutiya wal the like matlab hat do gayi yaar like what the fuck was that i mean uh, uh, it's just a swear word like he just had fucking awful hair so uh, okay so uh, the first episode that we are recording right now of the podding along podcast i love this name like it it means nothing and it's perfect <laughs> that's basically the podcast let's go yeah, yeah it it actually accurately describes what we are trying to do here which is just chill the fuck out and enjoy podcasting with each other and um, yeah the big fans of talking about shit and um, so uh, that's basically why we are doing this and uh, today's episode we'll talk about the thing that we love the most like as a uh, like the thing that basically like i'm elder right i'm 5 years older to shitej so uh this is one of the first things that shitej actually introduced me to and since then uh, we've just become bigger and bigger fans like when i was a kid it was always a first first obviously you're an indian kid you love sachin like i loved sachin and sachin is going to always be my bi- my favorite athlete of all time because uh, it was sachin like uh, any indian person i think there's no explanation required right like what else do you say except for it was sachin like like how people revere mj like for us sachin was a bit more than that because the population that was behind sachin was a billion people instead of whatever miserly pathetic number that the us could come up with for michael jordan so <laughs> and michael jordan didn't even like not all the fans in the us uh, basketball fans in the us loved michael jordan because he was beating their teams for us uh-huh. sachin and for me as a kid sachin was everything like shitij was a bit uh, shitij came in a bit later like he was not exactly of that age group that basically switched off the tv when sachin got out and uh, 
okay but okay shudhir then let's talk about that let's talk about your first athlete or the first uh, sports person that you really identified with or you really rooted for it's i don't think it was cricket because cricket we wa- i watched pretty like i got into it like yeah yeah 20, yeah yeah 19, 2018 rishabh wala ipl So, yeah okay yeah okay, okay we'll, uh, we'll talk about this later yeah don't talk about <laughs> yeah. this now we we, we okay. have to talk about that yeah so i got uh, first athlete might be rooney that's the first person ah, that's a good yeah okay yeah that ah. makes a lot of sense because okay uh, so it's a story behind this it's not a story like it's just an introduction to how we got into sp- into football so uh, Uh, my cousin Kustub used to live in Saint Petersburg when uh, I think around fifth, sixth grade or something for me. I don't know. Uh, I think Shatrul was like t- seven, eight years oh, old. I don't know what yeah. age he would be. Like no, five oh, or six younger. years old. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, five or six years old. So he basically introduced us to football. I think Euro two thousand eight was the time where we actually started getting into football because that is when Andre Arshavan became a superstar. Uh, uh-huh. That Euros and Andre Arshavan was the first footballer I ever loved. So. Like uh, and uh, I remember that four four. Like I lost my shit at that time. I didn't watch that game live, and I was really unhappy about it. Uh, like the other four four. Like two uh, two people who have to know, they know. It's uh, I'm not going to explain it. Hmm. And uh, yeah, no, but yeah. it's it's a, it's a cult thing. It's 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 huh. something that only people who genuinely have love for uh, Arshavan or for Arsenal or Liverpool, they only have a right to know about it. It's kind of like a fight club. We don't talk about it. We talk about it within ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So, uh, it's not that complicated. Just Google search it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to search Arsham, and that's the first result you're gonna get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, what we are. Uh, So, but that's how we got introduced to football, and uh, Kustub is a Manchester United fan. So we basically jumped on the bandwagon with him because we had—I had no idea, and Shitaj was even younger, so he had even less of an idea. Like, how do how do you ne- negative of an idea if you want to take it or that six, way? Seven, six, seven or eight. Yeah. Se- seven years, around seven years, two thousand eight. Yeah. So uh, World uh, Cup, yeah, we. Euros, Tana, and then we—I didn't watch the Euros. Two thousand ten World Cup was the first time I actually watched. It. Like actually watch the World Cup and the tournament, like we are watching now. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, so that's how I got introduced to football. Became a Manchester United fan. Yeah, be- getting beaten up by that Barca team is one of my first memories. I remember the night in Moscow, though. I I had started watching ba- football by that time. Like I I remember watching that game at least, if not on the uh, on the night off, the next morning or something like that. So. Yeah, basically that's our introduction to football, and then came in basketball. Basketball was something that I hated because it was American, basically. So I was like, <laughs> "Oh, it's the English thing, it's the American thing." No, American sports kind of suck. Like NFL is, it's I still believe it kind of sucks. But uh, you watch the highlights, and it's okay. You can't watch the whole game. No, no, I don't even watch the highlights. I just listen to the Bill Simmons podcast. Like that covers everything. Like I don't, I, I, I'm like, yeah, this is the enough information. Like I'm like basically just tuned in to see, be like, yeah, I, I'm not completely caught out of depth, basically. And, I only uh, watch Super Bowl highlights. That's it. That's the. Only I don't watch anything. I have not uh-huh. touched. Like I, I watched a couple of games last year, and it was it stopped and started so much. Like basically hosting a show in the like like the NFL show or something. That's a full time job, unlike basketball or football or anything like that. Like football, mm-hmm. though, completely different. It barely takes a break. So. 
I mean, okay, that's the kind of not the point here. So uh, it was an Americanized sport, and then you always are. Uh, I don't know. It's a uh, there was an attitude thing that we had, uh, like, oh no, we are football fans. We'll stick to football. Then I think Shitaj started getting into it, and then we got NBA 2K12. Wasn't that the one we got on the Xbox, Shitaj? Yeah, 2K12 was the, the one. with Michael Jordan on the cover, and then you realize, yeah, Michael Jordan is a name everyone's heard of, like somewhere or the other. Was it? Yeah, like, jo- uh, it was Jordan on the cover. Yeah, it was Jordan. I remember one, that. I remember that he was, no, he wasn't dunking. He was laying it up, kind of thing. It was a different. Like his hand was like this. Like it was going Haan. up. It wasn't. He wasn't dunking it. Like, it was the jump pan all pose. Yeah, kind of, like kind of, like even but like jump man because his foot, feet, and not arm visible. I remember that poster yeah, quite like vividly. This, uh, it's it's quite low. Like, it it's like doesn't it's really like matter. A, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like shoulders <laughs> and all, and you could see the bulls twenty three. That's all. That that's how you're basically like the bald head and the bulls twenty three is how you're supposed okay. to recognize him. And his hand mm-hmm. is going up. He's not exactly dunking, I believe. Like uh, you, uh, I, I I might be I might have to correct myself on that, but yeah, whatever. So yeah, that's the game we got, and we started playing that, and then uh, ah, yeah, right. uh, it 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 was a fun game. I enjoyed it. Didn't understand basketball through it at all, though. Basketball is mm-hmm. a hard sport to get. And then I think uh, I think Shitad, you started playing it in school. Tell us about that. Like I've been talking too much, man. Like you have to cut uh, me off and speak. I played a bit of basketball in fifth. I I played mm-hmm. because I was big. That's why. So I could yeah. play. Uh, but then. Had a break from it. We started playing 2K, but that was about the same time. Then uh, I basically started playing in ninth. Okay. So didn't really understand it. Understood it more than other people because I played the 2K game, so I had a certain idea what it could be. Hmm. But then, so after that, we got. I got a lot into 2K around 2K 16. 2K16 was Yeah, we did we did by the yeah, we we skipped a year. We didn't buy 2K13, I remember. I think we got 2K14 also if I don't if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, we got 2K14. Yeah, and but we didn't play that that much. <laughs> yeah, and then from 15 because I think I, I had gone to college by that time. So, uh, yeah, 2014 I went. So, around that time we got it and uh, around 2 2K15 I think you were playing it. I didn't I barely touched Nini, that. We game. didn't get 2K15. We got 2K16 then 18 then we got it next. Ah yeah 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 2K16 we got yeah because I don't remember playing 2K15 at all. I thought that's you apparently had got the it best and one, we never so touched it. No no no. Huh? That's yeah, apparently the best one so I don't know. Ah, uh, doesn't matter because like uh, by 2015 we had gotten in on our PS4 thing because that was a whole pain in the ass trying to get that thing done. Yeah. Like it wasn't much. It just we had to convince our mother. So <laughs> that was basically <laughs> the objective. It took us like more than half a year to actually convince her. So mm. yeah, and, and I'm pretty sure she regrets it to this day. <laughs> <laughs> Before yeah. that, it was COD, wasn't it? Before FIFA and shit, I played. Oh yeah, we were yeah we COD and Call of Duty Modern Warfare three. Yeah, we can talk about it a different day, like how we got into video games. So. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah, because there's a story there. It's not interesting or anything, but it's a story. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. Uh, then uh, basically started playing a lot of basketball in 11th and 12th. Not really like. Yeah, you introduced me to it around that time. I think uh, honestly, if I had been introduced earlier, I could have seen Curry's Warriors at its peak. I could have seen 2016 and stuff, and I missed that out by just this much. I knew who Steph Curry was. And then after Durant joined them, that's when I actually start getting into it. And I think Shitaj actually introduced me to it. Like he told me a bit more about it. And uh, like Star we didn't Wars have a Sony. 
Yeah, we started watching like playoffs generally, not regular season games. We didn't know. Like, for example, we were watching uh, uh, on the morning of Pyle Didi's wedding. We were sitting there and watching Utah Jazz beat uh, Russell Westbrook, and okay, that was so oh, thoroughly enjoyable. Oh. <laughs> thoroughly enjoyable. Or uh, like a rookie or a second, like rookie Donovan Mitchell, right? Like rookie Donovan Mitchell is beating up on uh, Russell Westbrook. PG oh my god and and pg was a complete shit show and uh, like uh, that's i think that's where uh, playoff p like the sarcastic playoff thing uh, p started because he was really bad yeah yeah he had a couple of downers at that time and especially because the next season that pg played was a mvp season right the uh, he got third in mvp that was next season Hmm. Yeah, and uh, basically they were uh, even th- that was embarrassing. But yeah, we are not here to talk about how Russell Westbrook has embarrassed himself in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We have a, we uh, we are sports haters of Russell Westbrook here. Both of us thoroughly enjoy hating him. Like, not do have no problem with the guy. Just some like you sports hate. Like the I I sports hate a lot of players. Like n- not a lot. Like some of them. Like uh, like Cristiano Ronaldo is a guy I sports hate. I I don't. I'm 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 team Messi all the fucking way. And I, I, I used to sports hate Curry and the Warriors because I used to play Houston as in the 2K games. Yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah, I used uh, to love James Harden. Fucking how how is that going for you? Oh my god! I remember I'm like fuck these guys. They won two titles over it, and I remember watching that series. Uh, the first one, the Western Conference Finals. I remember ah, watching okay, that. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! I remember oh, that Harden hitting that, that shot. Seventeen Warriors, man. That is the greatest yeah. of uh, that is the greatest basketball team of all time. And uh, yeah, that's how we got into basketball. It yeah. kept going and going. Then I got introduced to podcasts. Then I started listening to a lot of them. And then, uh, like, I I don't watch that much basketball because the timings just don't make sense to for me. Like, I can't stay up at one thirty in the night, especially nowadays. Like when I was uh, in my uh, uh, yeah bored mode. B- Bored phases when I was not doing a lot of shit. I I was able to wake up and watch basketball. I watched a few good games, but yeah, nowadays I go to sleep at a normal human time around one thirty-two. So I don't watch basketball anymore at that time anymore. I get up the next morning. I listen to podcasts. I watch some of the highlights. I watch top ten plays of the night because it covers a lot of notifications for me. Basically, like I don't have to watch. Yeah, ab you watch the starters. I I I used to listen to the drop podcast at that time. I didn't watch the yeah. starters. Like sitting on YouTube watching four people chat is not something I enjoyed. Like I always wanted an audio platform for it. Like I personally listen on audio platforms rather than YouTube. Even nowadays like the No Dunk show like that is my favorite podcast and I think I think Shitaj will agree. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one we we, we have to that's prime time <laughs> viewing. Like whenever that podcast comes it's top of my queue. Like the next podcast is out has to be No Dunk. That that's how like yeah. Shout out to the those guys. They are not going to listen to this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and uh, yeah, that they 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 are also the reason they, they that podcast and the Bill Simmons podcast, like the Book of Basketball. That's another podcast that I absolutely adore, and. Um, Like uh, it's it's basketball history and uh, and I I I honestly think basketball has done a much better job of, than of keep, keeping track of its history and respecting its legends compared to football. Like football is honestly terrible at it. Like they came up with the Hall of Fame in twenty twenty one. I'm come on man. Like these guys have been doing it for like forty years. Wake the fuck up. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> like for it's 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 been forty years. Like I was it like. 
it's 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 it, they've been doing it for so long they're putting in people who apparently should not be there because i have not seen these yeah, chairs, but they, like they have, yeah they've, they've included too many people from the past so now they have like in modern day also they have to include a lot of players that shouldn't really be hall of fame players like there should be a league like like bill simmons really talks about it like yeah this is not a bill simmons fan club podcast even though i am i would love to be part of that fan club i th- i really enjoy his uh, enjoy that uh, that man's work and uh, I mean, yeah. Okay, but now that we are into uh, like talking b- actual basketball, uh, let's talk about uh, our favorite players. Like, uh, okay, Shitid, like go. Like, uh, okay, we we do three players. Okay, three players that we love the most, and uh, we go one uh, like op- like we keep exchanging. Like first, I, uh, you talk about one of your favorites, then I talk about one of my favorites, and hopefully we don't have an overlap. Cool. So. With yeah, the then you go with those guys that you won't expect the other one to pick. Yeah, I'll say Yanis first because yeah, and I have go. I don't remember like like getting into Yanis, but I I've been watching Yanis the season before his MVP season. Okay, basically when he was like sixth or seventh at the race, but whatever. Uh, because I remember yeah, when we basically saw the Greek freak actually, like when Shaq basically relinquished his title. That was just before his MVP season, right? Like the yeah. title of Superman, basically. It was that yeah. season when they lost to Boston. In five years, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, they. Ah, because uh, we, we don't. I don't want to talk about Milwaukee's playoffs. Ah. <laughs> don't want to. We, we, don't we want talk to about it later. Yeah. Huh. So basically, because I used to watch a lot of highlights, Giannis used to be there a lot because that's Giannis. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. him dunking over Al Horford like thrice. Once over. Oh, the main one when he jumped over Tim Hardaway Jr. That's when I started liking Giannis. <laughs> Oh yeah, basically <laughs> killed he, he killed a man, didn't he? Basically, he, he went over him. This is yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like I'm pretty sure his groin killed him. Like the groin was making contact. To be honest, it's not like he went completely over. Yeah, yeah, and it's not like Tim Hardaway was jumping down. He was, I think, he was trying to get a charge off it, wasn't he? No, no, no. He was watching Middleton. So Middleton put the put up the alley which he finished. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. On Middleton, then he saw Yanis going over him. Ah, so okay, okay. Yeah, so he was like this, okay, on the left. Yeah. Okay, I, I kind of remember. I I remember the photo. I don't remember the actual dunk. I I might have to rewatch this. Yeah. It's New York, me. Huh? It was in New York only. So. Ah, okay. Yeah, uh, the, the, that's when the New York Knicks are trash, which is basically all the time before this season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, that was, huh? That was the first season I started liking Yanis a lot. Started following mm. him. Now he's got two MVPs and a Defensive Player of the Year. So that's obviously not enough. Because yeah, and maybe maybe a championship this year because Milwaukee Bucks should yeah, be the favorites, the especially yeah, after, they should be the favorite. Especially after yesterday, which we'll talk about later when we actually come to actual basketball this year. Uh, and uh, yeah, okay, so. Who else is uh, okay? Then okay, let me talk about my favorite player. Yeah, my favorite player is somebody. I think like if anybody actually listened to me like three times on a podcast, they would know who my favorite basketball player is, or who if they've talked to me in person or are friends with me. If uh, like I I I I love this guy. I I am a huge huge fan of Nikola Jokic. <laughs> like I start getting emotional whenever I talk start talking about him because this okay. Like let's let me set the scene. Okay, like I I just want to set this up. There is a Serbian kid, okay, and basketball is extremely American, right? Okay, if you're in the NBA, uh-huh. there is a huge foreigner, uh, like there's a huge question mark around foreigners. Like 20 years ago, like when Dirk 
Nowitzki, the greatest foreign player in the history of basketball, like at least the greatest uh, non uh, North American player. Like I'm, I'm, there might be a Canadian person who might sneak in because uh, the greatest foreign player. Okay, no, actually Hakim Ak- Hakim is compared to Hakim might be there. Yeah, yeah, like one of the greatest. Like okay, <laughs> let's let's go about it this way. Like one of the greatest foreign-born white players in the in the league. One of the greatest foreign players is okay. <laughs> No, like it's important, right? Because that holds a special thing. Because like the like there's a it's a two way oh, thing, right? The, like in basketball, yeah, okay. the reverse racism concept does exist a bit, like in terms ah. of players, a bit. Like in the coaching, it's a completely different thing. In coaching, it's normal. It's the normal world order where the whites are uh, are, uh, are supposedly superior to the blacks because they're on the fucking position, like blacks or like any minority community uh, community. Like because I I don't remember any Indian person being there or any. Uh, uh there's not a lot of representation for uh, uh for uh, for Any people from our part of the world yeah so uh, like yeah but, so we, we are like basically you kind of equate yourself to uh, like the the it's kind of uh, ah fuck it that's not important huh. so the for yeah there, there is a tendency to like the foreign players that's why yanis mb yeah and uh, and no that's kind of the, the appeal of basketball also right it's not a white man sport like it's yeah. it's run uh, the best players are generally black because it's based on athleticism and power and like historically they have been the most athletic players and in the current league also the numbers will tell you that the statistically and uh, for me that's an appealing thing because i don't want to watch a, a sport in which like there are two people who basically dictate whether somebody is going to win the super bowl or not like i i don't care for it and mm-hmm. and basketball is, like baseball is just plain as boring so <laughs> like basketball is it's 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 got an oomph to it it's got a youthfulness to it it's got an urban edge to it and that's those are the thing that i love about basketball it's uh, it has a it's supposed to be a bit rough and tumble it's supposed to be a bit punchy it's supposed to be a bit youth oriented or uh, yeah it's it's not supposed to be for a 55 year old person sitting in front of a, a tv drinking a beer at 2 uh, o'clock on thursday afternoon that's not the sport i want to watch it's not supposed to be for that crowd and uh, i like the fact that the nba is edgy and uh, it's uh, yeah it 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 wants to appeal to a certain part of the audience and i want to be part, I, i i am part of that audience i believe i could say the same for shitej hmm. so uh, so the, yeah i i love basketball but the guy that i love the most is a uh, uh, serbian dude like in a league where the foreigners weren't even accepted in the league like till 20 25 years ago and uh, now the best players in the league are all non american and that's that's a that, that's a very heartwarming thing for me because that makes me feel that even people who i personally might want to support or like might want uh, like an indian guy might be in the league one day like a japanese guy might be big in the league one day like rui hachimura is there but he's not going to be one of the best players in the league and uh, mm. you want to uh, you want to support guys from all over the world you want to make it global you want to feel like anybody from any part of the world can come into this sport and dominate it like uh, like like the example shitej gave a greek kid begging on the street selling uh, selling uh, mem- uh, souvenirs and stuff for money and uh, mm. uh, like sleeping in gym played the started gym. playing the game very late like he had to nap he had a, uh, he had an awkward growth spurt so he had to get into that he was weird he was like weirdly kid looking when he was 18 but he was a fucking 
ball of athleticism and of power and now look he's one of the most well defined physically dominant looking <laughs> men in the world like serious person if, coming towards if you. somebody if if yanis with his milwaukee top walks up <laughs> other other street and you look at that thing and you'll be like what is that is that human like i can't even, i haven't even seen him in real life i can't imagine what yanis antetokounmpo would look like in real life and uh, like yeah he's supposed to be the model for athleticism right but the guy that i love the most is the complete opposite of that a chubby looking circular like oval faced like completely lost looking like how has he walked up to this court does he know where he is kind of looking person a person who used to drink 3 liters of coke a day when he was 13 14 years old like he's a chubby child photograph sitting in front of a pool looking like he's looking he looks like an it perp like somebody who works in it for some company like basically the kind of job i would be doing but this man walks onto a basketball court and he sees things that people can't imagine he's seeing them the man's brain runs like a like some sort of neural network like it makes no sense he's able to see patterns he's able to see passes he's able to see cuts he's able to see opportunities that like there are only 10 people in the world that can see those things 10 people in he's the world seeing them and need like those touch passes like that over covington in the last yeah, game of the yeah i need like like that pass over michael porter junior that was just a complete that was sheer audacity like that was not supposed to like that he could have executed that much easier but he chose a harder way because he's that fucking good and he could do that to you and it's not just a normal random game which means that these are the fucking playoffs when he's lobbing three people just out of their arms reach with pinpoint accuracy i mean he's audacious he's he's a fucking dick in those terms like he will play you and he will uh, i mean completely unheralded like his uh, a lot of people have talked about him this season like he was basically drafted during a taco bell commercial nobody cared nobody 41st pick the lowest pick to ever be mvp my favorite player is nikola jokic and i am an absolute god for second i am a fan i love him i love him so much i mean i've been on this bandwagon for 2 years i don't care who believes me and uh, at least people i talk to about basketball they know this for a fact like i've been in love with this guy for the past couple of years last Even year you don't talk about basketball you'll bring it up somehow <laughs> i will bring it up somehow because that's much how much i love him like there is no athlete in the world that i love right now as I, as much as i love nikola jokic like there is a like it's it it reminds me a bit of how much i love sachin because i can't take anything against him like somebody like siddhant that day brought up uh, basically he was talking about how virat kohli is better than sachin and i was like dude you're my best friend but fuck you i mean fuck off fuck off with that nonsense it's sachin dude like are you kidding me the same that's the same way i feel about nikola jokic like if you brought up and told you come up to me the next day and say i think joel embiid is better than jokic i would threaten to slap you like uh, <laughs> Yeah, fuck I, that I idea. I would have argued. I I would have argued before the season. Yeah, t- tell that to Embiid's fourteen broken injuries. Like whatever the fuck is wrong with him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, th- that should be a factor. Like that has to be a factor in basketball. Like you can't just be like, huh. oh, this guy's injury prone. Like, yeah, I I I have sympathy for him. But if you're not on the court, you're not going to be one of the best. That's just not possible. Like, uh, okay, that's a different conversation. We spiral off into a lot of weird conversations. So I was talking about Nikola Jokic. I think I've given enough of a, a overview as to why I love him and why I love him so much. 
let's go on to your uh, second pick. Let's let's see who it is. Hmm. I'll say Dreamon. Why not? Ah, I like that. Yeah, thank you for picking that. I was Nobody scared you were going to pick my guy, but yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not yeah, I think you know who my second guy is, though. Yeah. I know both the guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, so Dreamon because. Uh, Like there's a there's a Jay Kyle Man video on on the yeah. YouTube channel which yeah. basically sums up why I love Raymond. Yeah, so I watched that video like, like twice yeah. in the last. Okay, week yeah, the same way I want to throw this out. We've discussed this before. Like we've had this exact uh-huh. discussion before. So uh, there's a video on Nikola Jokic by Thinking Basketball Ben Goliver. Same thing as what should this thing with Raymond? You kind of get why I love. Nikola okay that it's a 10 minute video i think shitith is also approximately around the same length of time to just yeah, understand how we look at basketball and what we enjoy most about the sport i think these two videos really tell quite a bit as to how we want to how we consume the sport and how we like to look at it and what is the highest level of basketball brilliance that we appreciate mm-hmm. yeah that's the thing we appreciate the most basically So like go ahead with Draymond Green. Draymond one is basically the opposite of Yanis because Yanis was mm. because I watched a lot of highlights. Mm. But Draymond is because uh, Draymond is very recent because I mm. started understanding what Draymond does because I used to hate mm. on him because I didn't like the Warriors. So yeah. Draymond is uh, like my liking of Draymond comes from me in sports because I mm. I'm not I, I when I play football or something I'm not I'm not shoot I'm not scoring or anything I'm defending I'm back in yeah. playing center yeah. back or some shit. So. Mm. and uh, so i i appreciate subtle things like defending positioning and stuff like that normal things. space 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 and awareness that's the basic part of yes. it yes so uh and like i'll use the the sentence j kyle man says it's basically draymond's best thing is awareness that's and when you see draymond play especially this season you can say 15 16 season also Yeah, but that's uh, like uh, if you want to appreciate it, you can watch this season also because I know exactly oh. what you're talking about because I've seen the things you've seen. Yeah, go ahead. Exactly. So Draymond does everything that Steph and Clay don't do. That's defend uh, like no, not every like they don't do, but like he's the perfect congruent piece to them. He defends. Yeah, that's that's a great way to put it. I like that. Huh. Yeah. He, so. Uh, So Draymond is the way I would like to play basketball. Like I would mm. want to defend everything and pass on everything so that I don't have to shoot. So yeah. anybody else can do it for me. I'll I'll defend I'll defend whoever they want me to. I'll take the best man. Yeah. So even if I'm uh, I'm not I'm not great at basketball. There's no doubt about it. So Draymond. Uh, yeah, but you're good enough. Like there's a certain level that you have to reach to be like yeah, I can play basketball. Like I can't say that huh. because I can't shoot for shit, and I can be- I can barely like I can read only passes that are made in football because th- that's the sport that I've uh, invested a lot of my time and effort into. Like I I can say I can play bla- football. Like no doubt about huh. it. Like most of the people I know, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm better than them at football. Like there's only like two or three people like who I like I I'm not counting my football team because I play with them huh. every time. So. Hmm. except for that like people in my life people who i don't directly know because of football or even if i do like school friends i knew i i can almost like i i can confidently say that I, if i'm not better i'm good enough to stand toe to toe with those guys they were much better than me in school so yeah i don't mind saying that yeah. with confidence but i played a lot so yeah uh-huh. 
so i can't say that for either sport <laughs> so no no you 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 should 1920 years old you'll be 24 right you realize how much people uh, abandon the sports they used to play if you don't abandon it especially i don't think i will ha huh. uh, yeah. so draymond what else is there to draymond uh just and like the part like people don't like draymond is also one thing which adds on me liking draymond like there's a friend mm-hmm. of mine hard she's been on the pl report so yeah. he shits on draymond yeah. quite a bit because he doesn't like the way he, he finds draymond very obnoxious he is obnoxious he's a bit over the top sometimes but respect <laughs> it works when you're that good doesn't it like yeah. if you're that good i don't like like i don't mind lebron james's attitude towards a lot of things just because when you're that fucking good you yeah i'm not condoning you do go out and do crimes or give shit talk everyone like uh, even those the, those things go overboard sometimes like with scotty like with kd like uh, like what he said to scotty pippen i thought was absolutely right but yeah sometimes uh-huh. i don't enjoy what kd says like uh, even people who like uh, he'll he's a bit so he's a he's a bit too thin skinned like he will not uh, he'll just listen to one comment and be react in a way without really thinking about how that person actually appreciates and put out their appreciation for uh, uh, kd like like jackie mcmillan is a huge fan of kd and i was listening to the bill simmons podcast and then she might have said something that would have been mildly critical of him or something like that i didn't get into the story but yeah kd didn't take that well and uh, he basically basically disowned her that i don't really know this person and i don't really want to talk i do, i don't like that like uh, like at least do your research before your uh, if you want to be so thin skinned and want to go out on twitter and call people out mm. like uh, i mean but, you don't have to do the twitter calling out thing anyways i don't see steph or yokech like yokech uh, is literally sitting on a horse cart and driving it around serbia <laughs> right now like that's the kind of guy who does not care at all like he has nothing to do with this his job is to be a magician on the basketball court like kind of like like but draymond draymond does handle pr in that sense a lot better than almost any athlete like he's uh, open with his comments he's always willing to put his uh, opinion forward you might not like his opinion and he doesn't not give a shit about it and uh, yeah basically he, or in the defensive player of the year thing there is no doubt about it there is no is, like honestly the thing that he said about him being better than rudy gobert is factually correct because exactly. when you come to the playoffs rudy gobert gets played off the floor quite badly you cannot play draymond green, draymond green off the floor it's just not, not possible he will never be a def- offensive liability to you or a defensive liability that there is no case possible like the thing that draymond said and people made fun of him for it right like uh, oh he thinks he's still as good as uh, he's supposed to be defensive player of the year have you seen draymond in the playoffs like have you seen him when he oh, goes against lebron james or oh like he he killed anthony davis he killed anthony davis my god <laughs> the guy you're like a 7 foot behemoth like a complete like a ball of athleticism of the, like basically janis oh. with a jump shot yeah and uh, yeah he doesn't have the Even exact bigger. same power that yanis has He's, yeah but he's not as powerful yeah, as yanis powerful, he's not as aesthetically yeah. powerful as but yeah anthony davis is a mean bastard in his own right and draymond handled him like like davis didn't want to go to the rim because he was like this guy's going to stop me i mean and a 6 foot 5 guy is doing that to a 7 foot beamer i six mean it's a fat guy Yeah, he's not yeah. like yeah. Like, I drive. I would not call him fat. Like that makes no sense. I'm not an armchair. Yeah. Like, I, I have an opinion. That doesn't mean I'm an armchair pundit. Uh-huh. Like I, I'm not going to pretend I know more than these guys. I'm just telling you what I saw. 
yeah like that's it uh, the like, never this game was enough to explain why Draymond is Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I, I can, I watched this game, and that's when I realized, like the small things that you were telling me about before, right? Like the small things that Draymond picks up on and does. Like, yeah, that's exactly what I saw, and uh, I understood why you like him so much. Like my second pick, it's between two people. Okay, uh, I'm going to pick the one that I actually own the jersey of. I'm going to pick Steph Curry, and uh, the man changed basketball. <laughs> Is there anything else do I have to say? He's the reason why I watch basketball. He's my introduction to the sport. Like I knew LeBron James, I knew Michael Jordan, but when I actually started watching it, I started watching it because of Chef Curry. Like that's it. I mean, uh, and uh, it's He, not. Uh, yeah, go ahead. That I hated him. <laughs> that's basically. Yeah, yeah, and you can't really hate him also. Like after no, a certain. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I can't. I, like, there's just so much respect for it, though. Yeah, you just turn like kind of like how Trey Young did it in a much shorter span of time, uh-huh. like. Uh, Like I love the villainy. I love the fact that he owns it, and that's just what I what you want as a viewer. Like you want people to be like, "Yeah, I'm fucking good, and I want to own it, and have that brash attitude and back it up." Like that's the best kind of player you'll watch. Like that's why I love Jimmy Butler so much. Like, like Jimmy Butler is what I want my life philosophy to be: work hard and be the man. Like what else do you work want to do? <laughs> yeah, that, that's so that's yeah. so simple yet so brilliant. And he and it's not just that him saying it. He, when he backed it up last year, like because I kind of thought he was a bit of a fraud before he went to Miami. Like Philly got eliminated. Minnesota was a complete shit show. Yeah. Chicago they pushed in the beginning but didn't get through. And uh, this is just a small thing on Jimmy Butler. I want to talk about. Hmm. That's just how much I love basketball. I, love, I want to talk about thousands of different things. So, I mean. Last year, the Miami thing and him after the free, like getting the free throw and him lying down bending on that railing the, yeah. and bending over the railing, completely exhausted. And uh, I mean, that just tells you, right? Like the hardest season for these guys to play. Who's the guy who's most up for it? It's Jimmy fucking Butler. I mean, is if that's not awesome, I don't know what is. Okay, yeah, coming back to Chef Curry, like. Uh-huh. In basketball, we take a lot more three pointers. There are thirty foot shots that kind of don't like that are supposed to make sense now. I mean, like just look at training. like if you walk onto a basketball court and stand thirty feet away from that hoop, you can barely <laughs> look at it. Like I couldn't throw a coin through that hoop, and this fucker is throwing an actual basketball at a at a number at a percentage at a probability, which defies logic. Like how the fuck are you supposed to shoot forty five percent from thirty feet with two people on him? <laughs> with two people fucking on him. Like the, this was this was a perfect illustration of why Steph Curry is the greatest shooter that has ever lived, right? Like the guy is covered all the fucking time, and he still puts up numbers, and he still puts up the shots. I mean, the, how does it make sense? And uh, Oh God! Yeah. So much like the off-ball stuff is there. Obviously, there there's no yeah. doubting the off-ball stuff. The yeah, nobody stuff. else does that. Nobody else does that. Nobody. Like there is not one player, or at least not one superstar, who will move and run and try and get himself free as much as Steph Curry does. Like Dame. Like people compare Dame and Trey and uh, Harden. These guys are not the same. Steph Curry can do a lot more. He can dominate the ball also, but he doesn't. Well, well, he can't exactly dominate the ball because his his body is a bit too slight, and he prefers to be off the ball. He becomes a much more of a weapon off the ball. And when next year Clay comes back, 
this warriors team is right back in championship contention there is no doubt about it because steph curry is not going to stop and you can't fucking well stop him <laughs> i mean <laughs> the, the shooting but like uh, uh, like i i would want to give it this because of this season like i i retweet i don't generally retweet shit but yeah. i retweeted a playoff is which was basically him handling the ball from half court then going around dropping to people i think and then getting back to the corner and shooting it Like yeah. the handling, the handling is not not. Like you, you remember the basket he scored against the Grizzlies, the one that absolutely made no sense when he went in, then he turned around, walked out, turned around and ah, threw it up. Exactly. You remember that shot? Exactly, like it's, exactly. it's, it makes no sense while you're describing it, and then watching it is a completely different beast. Like what the fuck <laughs> is this guy doing? And how the fuck did he actually score? Like, <laughs> like anybody who's actually seen basketball and kind of gets it would be like, this makes no sense. This should not be possible. A it's, guy. It's frustrating to watch. He basically goes in a circle around four, or two or three guys. Like he's circling around them, and then he turns around and shoots it. And he, it's nothing but net. I mean, I mean, how? Like this makes no sense. Uh, oh his god. His three-point contest. He didn't move. Like uh, there was a few shots that the net didn't move because of his shot. That like the yeah. arc was so pure. <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah. That that thing even Clay Thompson can do. So it's yeah. Not like just Steph. Yeah. Steph but, is better, and and Clay would be the first person to tell you that. But yeah. At the rim also. Yeah. Like at the rim, Steph. Yeah. Yeah, but then there are uh, like that's not the most impressive. Like the combination ah. of skills is what impresses about Steph because he can do a lot. But exactly. uh, like uh, at the rim, I think Kyrie is undoubtedly ah. the best. Like undoubtedly, like, there is no touching that man in that regard. Like backdoor cuts for those circus layups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. Steph has the that as in his arsenal. He has he has the most weapons. That's the thing with ah. Steph Curry. He's the guy with the most weapons. Like maybe, honestly, after this playoffs, even like Trey Young is not too far back because Trey Young is definitely a better playmaker. But uh, yeah, uh, well, yeah, he's not Steph Curry yet. He doesn't shoot as well, not even close. But his floater game is awesome. So yeah, but yeah, Steph is the guy with the most offensive weapons in basketball. There is no uh, at least shooting weapons. Like huh. yeah, from a, if you look at it from an athletic perspective as well, then yeah, LeBron James like. And like the stamina is under like is yeah the stamina is unmatched unmatched you uh, can't touch it you can't touch it and uh, he okay. runs more than anyone on the floor there's no doubt oh no like, doubt about it yeah. you can see it yeah you you don't even have to check the stats you can just see it this guy's running all the time like he doesn't even stop to shoot sometimes like the gravity how did he forget mentioning the gravity <laughs> yeah that's kind of the two player thing right we didn't actually use the word gravity which we should have uh, maybe Uh, because uh, the gravity that Steph creates on the basketball floor is unlike any other player ever like uh, uh you can see the gravity in the Draymond video also though i remember that yeah no 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 the gravity that that man creates like he can he's basically a magnet on the floor and uh, he pulls two three four players like like uh, it, it's not like he's the most the guy with the most gravity but the guy with whom you can actually trap because LeBron, you can't trap because LeBron will kill you. Jokic, you can't even dream of trapping because Jokic will kill you three times, three different ways, at the same time. And uh, yeah, <laughs> they're averaging averaging more points per position in double teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he will. That that's the kind of guys LeBron and uh, Jokic, Jokic are. They are just. They're cerebral. They are. They are on a different plane. Like, yeah, Le- LeBron James is not in either of our list. Just to you know, because yeah, you you generally hate on we we gen I generally sports hate on the best, except for uh, Messi. Yeah, Adam yeah. Dulkar. Yeah. So basically, so. 
no i sport uh, yeah actually yeah i don't i don't sports hate a lot in general like huh. there's only a few guys like okay like, we can talk about it after this like with the guys we love to sports hate on and uh, yeah okay let's let's go to your third player let's go to uh, who who is your third favorite player at least like uh, oh. not on a concise list because our lists can basically be combined because we basically love a lot about the same things about the same players I could have said Steph, but there is no point right now because obviously. No, we discussed Steph. Like you can't use uh, Steph. Exactly. So, uh, I guess I, I'll I'll go with Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Ah, okay. I thought you were going to do what I did to you because you wanted Steph and I took Steph. Nee. I thought you'd steal my guy. I I, th- I knew you were going to take Steph. That's why I I I wasn't really. Okay, okay. You're not sure about the third guy. I'm pretty sure you should be. Like you, I'm pretty sure you know the third guy. I'm going to pick. Okay, yeah, I know your third guy. Huh? There's no yeah. doubt about it. Yeah, so, I know. Yeah. Donovan, it's it's that series, the first series, the rookie coming. I love that series. My God, some twenty-year-old no, punk is punking Westbrook, and West waiting on Westbrook was was one of the favorite things that I love to do. Like his <laughs> MVP thing, I was so irritated by that. The triple double nonsense, I like, dude. But the guy doesn't win that much. Like, why 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 do I why am I supposed to care so much? Like six. Fifth or sixth, that's like it. yeah, like for example, let's compare it to basketball, uh, football, right? Like uh, because uh, like most of the people who will be watching it will be watching it through the football part. So mm-hmm. uh, like listening to this, I mean, like it's uh, like for example, if Chris Wood scores thirty goals last season, like Mohamed Salah scored so much, but Liverpool were pretty bad. Like that means nothing. Like yeah, you be you be Golden Boot, but you will not be voted best player of the year. The players did not bother voting for him. Like they voted for De Bruyne, who had such low Premier League appearances that a lot of fans' ass got lit on fire. And yeah. uh, the players, the players have a different approach to this. Let's just be honest. Like when you're playing somebody on the pitch and you see somebody do absolute magic in front of you, you will not forget it. Like that's mm-hmm. how the players. I hope they think because uh, that's how I personally see players who I play against in amateur football. Like. When they're good, and you you know they're good. Like there's a different kind of instinct when you get when you're playing. Like I think Shitaj can also vouch for it. Like if huh. somebody's really good, like if you might not see it while you're watching them play on the sidelines, but when you're on the ground on the court with them, and you actually face up against them, or you watch them dismantle your teammate, you're like, I don't know anything, but I know that fucker is good, and I think that's why De Bruyne got it. The same way, I think we can compare, uh, like, uh, like. The same problem. I have a problem with Westbrook. That's the opposite thing. Like, yeah, I kind of get why players love him, but yeah, when he doesn't add up to winning, I don't care for it too much. I'm not a. Uh, uh, like at the end of the day, for basketball, I'm a sports guy. I'm watching it, so uh, yeah. Huh. Like, but like the last season, even the Houston one. Kind of contradictory. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go. Ahead. Nee, the they nee, like, but Westbrook with his reputation, he like bettered it a bit because of. Well, he played with stars and it didn't work. So it's not ah. like um, it just didn't click. He's not a championship-winning player. That's I think quite ah. apparent with how nee, his career has gone. Like right? personal reputation or something like the Washington Wala run. Uh, that was good shit though. Gotta give him credit for that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Houston also the two months. Like he's an excellent basketball player. The problem is that his all his energies are mismanaged. Like he doesn't. Hmm. So like he basically had the Jordan problem, but Jordan figured it out and became the greatest winner in the sport. Like not hmm. the greatest winner because that's always going to be Bill Russell, but like the greatest modern day winner in the sport. Huh. So the most lethal winner in the sport is what I would like to call him. So oh. hmm. yeah. So yeah, go get on with Donovan Mitchell. Now we're talking about Westbrook and Jordan. Ah, 
Donovan, so the rookie series went against OKC. Russell yeah. Westbrook defending MVP, defending MVP or MVP? Yeah, he was MVP. Yeah, he won MVP that year, I believe. Yeah. Ah. No, no, because uh, Harden won that year. Then it was Westbrook, Harden. That was seventeen. Eighteen was when. Uh, oh yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, seventeen, eighteen. So he was yes. defending MVP. Ah, he was defending MVP. Harden wouldn't have gotten his award yet. Ah. So, like that. That was the series I like. Joe Ingles also became because of the PG. Yeah, 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 yeah. You you got big into Utah at the time, didn't you? Yeah. So yeah. because we, we that's the main series we watched because that's the timing that match. Yeah, that time suited us. Yes, hmm. it was so, generally late. Man, it was the late last game on the call, and uh, uh, it was easy for us to watch. Like oh, it finished at like ten in the morning, so that's simple times. Yeah. Hmm. So that series is when I because Donovan rookie close matches close them down against the MVP and yeah the big free agent signing PG. Yeah, he, he basically shut them down individually with hmm. no other major scorer with him. Ricky Rubio, hmm. Joe Ingles, Rudy Gobert, hmm. Derek Favors. Yeah, that was not a great. Yeah, even yeah. Rudy Gobert was not as good as he is now. Ha! Huh. So he had one defensive player of the year, but he's improved. Like there is no doubt. At least as a regular season player, for playoff huh. team, Rudy Gobert, we is a completely different conversation. Exactly. So yeah, so yeah, go ahead. Like last that year was big, like from Donovan's perspective. Last like he might have gotten good. eliminated, but yeah, he huh. went two to two with Jamal Murray, like nobody else did. Like nobody and else he, in that playoff. He had Jokic with him. That they yeah. won the series. Like people can't yeah. shit on you, Mitchell, for losing that series. Or even this one. Well, yeah, Mitchell overall weapons you might be able to argue that uh, Utah might have had, but yeah, but Denver was the better team at the end of the day. There's no doubt about it. It went to seven huh. because Denver pushed it to seven. Like Fiodos, <laughs> like they basically went three one down for no reason and then. Ha. Did it yeah, twice? Was, I don't know why. Just, that, la- last season, I don't know. It's just a bubble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, nah, but like the Jamal Jokic thing is a ha. thing. Like it's a there's they will no be level. Murray comes back the next ha. year's playoffs. That Denver team will like, be one to next, watch out for. Next season, they would be a good like they, I would put them as contending. No doubt about it because they yeah. have the MVP first thing. Even if Murray doesn't come back. He, yeah, and he, Michael Porter Jr. should be better, and Aaron Gordon Aaron should Gordon fit in better, better. and yeah. uh, they should actually get a backup point guard. And uh, instead of playing uh, Austin, Austin Rivers, a lot of men like you need one more guy in the backcourt. Like you need to uh, with Monte Morris and. Uh, and they didn't uh, even have for the whole season. Yeah, yeah, they got him back for the half of the Suns, and he was not in great shape to be honest. He had a couple of good games. Okay, yeah, that's not the point. Go talk, uh, talk about Donovan. Yeah, Donovan. It's just, it's just like I don't have a description for it. He's just Donovan. Like he's ruthless. He's he closes games. He big short guy. Just, and he improves. The that's the biggest factor, uh-huh. isn't it? Like he's the. That's why the Ben Simmons and Donovan Mitchell beef thing, like uh-huh. that. Donovan Mitchell is going to because Donovan Mitchell has consistently improved every year. He's added he something to his arsenal. And Ben uh-huh. Simmons is the complete opposite. Complete stagnation. Pathetic. Like pathetic. Yeah, we we have to talk about this year's playoffs today, Shitan, because we, I want to shit on these guys. Yeah, go ahead. Nee, but, but like Ben Simmons improved his defense a lot. There's no doubt about it. But yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Like those big shots, I, like I don't know. It just compared to yeah. a lot, and now I've been following him for since then only. Hmm. And this season, it was heartbreaking to watch that last game. <laughs> There's no doubt yeah. about it. Because they did well, yeah, that was not great. Uh, like, yeah, the, there are flaws in this team, post-season like, related. But they didn't have Conley. Mitchell was injured. Rudy Gobert is hmm. not the 
defensive piece which he is in the regular season and not even defensive piece like kevin o'connor was talking about it i don't know if you listen to it he was basically ah. like rudy gobert's defense is not the problem the problem is that hmm. you can completely counter uh, like contradict uh, like you can completely eliminate rudy gobert because he's offensively zero zero especially in the playoffs uh, huh especially in the like, big, so that's when you want him to be an offensive weapon ah. right in the regular season you throw up threes and you get the points but the ah. playoffs don't work like that they them you mark out matchups like it's different basketball it's absolutely different like it's a completely different type of game like yanis faces the same issues but yanis can do a lot more like he can do 20 more things than rudy gobert can and the fact that he's 27 28 years old okay yeah we'll we'll get back to this actually i want to really talk about these guys in a right uh, today or in a future episode so that is why we'll bring it up later like let's get on with donovan that's basically it like uh ha huh, and he's got the highlights to compel anyone who's watching uh, watching yeah. the top 10 yeah and then the something. attitude and the confidence is there uh-huh. and he backs it up and that's just something that you love right that's that's the that's what's the best part about basketball as we exactly. discussed before oh, a 22 like year old smugging and fucking mvp contenders you don't need more anything more to like him <laughs> yeah yeah like completely like no fear like no fear at all like this young group of players has no fear at all like all of these guys we'll yeah. talk about it one time and yeah. uh, the next uh, uh, the my third person is quite an obvious pick to anybody who has to heard me talk about basketball it's luka doncic <laughs> it's luka doncic yeah it is uh, a 16 year old who won euro league mvp somehow i don't know how that happens a 16 year old a 16 year old like the only other 16 year old i have seen at the highest level is a girl called shafali verma who plays for the indian women's cricket team and she is fucking awesome as well uh, yeah but uh, luka doncic at 16 years old won euro league mvp 17 he was in the he led his team real madrid to the final four yeah uh, and uh, yeah i'm pretty sure he knows a lot of players in the real madrid football team as well like i'm pretty sure he's good friends with luka modric and uh, he came into the nba when he was 19 because you have to be that certain age to be qualify for a to be in the draft and the there were experts experts were called in to tell us about luka doncic people who had not watched anything except for the nba and even that i don't know how they watch it like guys like steven a smith and max kellerman and uh, Like I don't know why they're the experts. Like they barely know anything about basketball. Like by the looks of it, like I'm not pretending I know more. I'm not going to pretend that I've watched this for over four years. But uh, like, like anybody who actually was worth his salt was like, this guy has been exceptional at every level he's played at. He has crushed European basketball, and that's not the same as American basketball. Like the, the that the younger players play because American is a college system. and in college system you play against other 18 19 20 year olds you don't play against like a 32 year old grizzled veteran who is smoking cigarettes at half time like uh, you are not playing playing in yeah you in the in europe you're playing against Turkey men it's it's the uh, the design of basketball leagues is a similar is similar to football leagues and this guy was beating up on everyone when he was 16 years old in europe like the best player that europe had to offer it's not the nba but it's the cl- closest thing you can get to nba level talent and uh, there is a gap but this guy was at 16 17 18 he was dominating in these leagues and uh, 
there were a lot of question marks still because of uh, the basically the similar same attitude as the british media that has that if it did not happen in britain we don't know anything about it because we are too fucking uh, we, we don't want to put in the effort to do our research basically and his athleticism was questioned because he was yeah he was a bit pudgy like yeah the same uh, thing jokic faced which made him which made one of the most brilliant basketball minds of our time a 41st pick uh, like yeah yeah there's a lot of people who have to face that dude it's there everywhere it's not just in uh, pro sports it's like in uh, everyday sports like i face similar things in daily playing football like like people assume that i don't i can't do half the things that i actually can do i'm not great or anything but yeah there i have a certain set of skills which get disregarded because of uh, i'm not the fittest looking guy i am not uh, yeah my skin color i think also has a has a part to play in that and yeah i was uncoordinated i'm not i'm not great athletically but yeah i played football long enough to pick up a few tricks and uh, the same thing i think it's just there in everyday life yeah every person faces this luka doncic had but the weird part about the luka doncic thing is like yeah you don't have tape of me playing basketball playing football that you can watch you'll have to actually watch me play to figure out like uh, and f- a few times to actually figure out how, what all i can do but with luka doncic you just had to watch the games and the guys who watched the games were like this guy is going to be unbelievable and he has blown every uh, uh, every positive comment also he's blown it off in the sense that he has been much better than advertised much better like people are talking about him being one of the 10 greatest players in basketball when he's 22 years old i mean are you kidding me like like he's this guy can go toe to toe with anyone he went toe to toe with kawhi leonard and P- paul george uh, on a team that did not have any other offensive weapons and single handedly almost beat uh-huh. them yeah porzingis has been a non factor for a non entity for a long time now uh-huh. and uh, yeah i like porzingis but yeah that's just true and uh, yeah. this guy all alone took on like he was he's lebron he's the <laughs> european slovenian version of lebron a guy with and complete garbage around him single handedly carries a team on his back and goes toe to toe with the best fucking players on the planet kawai like, leonard is one of the greatest defenders in the past 20 years like and kawai and pg are supposed to be the best defensive wings in the nba they almost. are like pg proved it right like pg was playoff p at the time but this performances this year like He's been awesome. There is no other word to describe how Paul George has performed, and I'm very happy for him. Like I, I, I kind of sports hated on PG also, but yeah, I'm quite happy for him. Like, uh, it's not like I have a personal vendetta against these guys. I'm going to change my opinion when they play well. Why not? Like, uh, I mean, that's a, why not? Yeah. Why can't you? Can't, why not? not like, like I, I want to enjoy basketball. I want to enjoy everybody who's good. That's it. Huh. That's all it is. I'm not flipping sides. It's not like PG is my favorite player now. No, I just respect what PG is doing. That's all. And like this guy, at, and last year, like he turned up first playoff series that he's ever played, scoring on everyone, torching the same fucking team that he torched this year. <laughs> like Kawhi Leonard had one year to prepare for this man, and he still could not stop him. I mean, are you kidding me? Like. and his regular season like his regular season the rookie season that he played those numbers have not been seen since magic johnson and lebron james i mean any stat you put up this guy is on like any stat that he has put up any impressive playoff statistic that you can pick out of the best players around who have ever played this game luka doncic has put his name on that list if you watch the games 
like you can see like however anybody else is playing in the end they're playing at lucas pace there is no he doubt is, about yeah, it yeah yeah jokic does the exact same thing but jokic the the brilliance the, the level of brilliance that jokic has he doesn't have to touch the ball to control the game like steph curry does not have to touch the ball to control the game how is what's more magical than that like people are more scared of you when you don't have the ball in your hand and that's what luka has to develop because luka is 22 years old luka is basically 2 years younger to me 2 fucking years younger to me and he is basically going to be a multi multi millionaire he's going to earn like 250 million and he's worth every fucking penny of that every penny he's worth it he's already worth it already i mean uh, Luka Doncic is one of the greatest players that is ever going to play this game but I'm going to be more bullish on Nikola Jokic is basically going to be the greatest center that has ever played this game and uh, yeah I think that's where we can stop the best favorite players uh, basketball players <laughs> we've gone on long enough it's been a 40 minute segment and I loved every second of this 40 minutes because uh, it's basketball and I can talk for about basketball for as long as humanly possible. <laughs> I mean I I just love basketball if you hadn't figured it out by now and uh, I think I I can say the same for Shitaj also. I think he I I'm pretty sure he loves it a bit more than me. But yeah, it, it's quite close. And yeah, uh, it sounds like it's very close. It's, <laughs> oh no no no. I I might even overtake you. Like it's a it's yeah. a different possibility. You can watch more games. That's the problem. Like you can watch oh. the Suns Clippers games. I can't watch those games. I, I That's my biggest problem. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I can I I want league pass so that I can go back and watch every game in the morning. Like I need a, once I'm actually earning right, I'll get I'll get league pass. League I have to get. You can't do that though. Can't do. It doesn't work. I've it tried it. Work. It oh. doesn't work. Yeah. like i've been trying it for a while and uh, okay so uh, let's uh, you want to talk about something else you want to talk about this year's playoffs a bit or you want to like uh, discuss that at a later date we can do that we can do that okay, okay so let's talk a bit about that let's talk a bit about uh, this year's playoffs which team do you think is going to win the nba championship this year um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to say bucks. <laughs> you have to say it. You have to say it so that they get jinxed. I don't believe in jinxes, but yeah, fuck. In the, this Milwaukee, this Milwaukee team is very tedious. Like even a small, even a false touch is going to make them collapse because that you can't trust anybody on this team. And they're somehow going to win the NBA championship. I can't believe it. It's it's it, this playoffs has been ridiculous. It's it's going to be the most asterisk wala championship. There's no doubt. It should not be an asterisk. It just it just it, it just. No championship should have an asterisk, but they this will. Well, then last year's one should like the one with LeBron should be the one with an asterisk. So just so that we can discredit his greatest player of all time credentials. <laughs> I I would not want to do that. Like I've seen LeBron play. I've oh no, I'm not discrediting at all. LeBron, LeBron James is definitely the second best player who has ever lived. and he's not that position is going to be very very hard to take away like kd is the only one who has even has a remote chance he's most probably the best player like best complete yeah. most complete player we've ever seen so there is i don't know i i like yeah. lebron is our general i'm going to say lebron's the goat fuck it <laughs> no he's not it's mj how dare you I fuck I've seen LeBron play live I'm not going <laughs> to I've seen like you, you don't have to like like Michael Jordan uh, like you didn't know anything about basketball but you knew about Michael Jordan like he had a presence that uh, maybe yeah I'm not saying my opinion is correct or anything but that's just how I look at it like Michael Jordan 
was the scariest man to face across from court like that that feeling that you like the ruthlessness the killer mentality like i'll trust i'll trust anyone who's seen both like there it's there there like because i've seen lebron i'm going to support lebron That, yeah, fair it. enough. Yeah, yeah, you, uh, yeah, you just like I'm part of that generation. I'm going to stick with it. No, but my I my outlook is very different. I want to know the uh, history, and history exactly. tells me that there was nobody who was more of a killer on a basketball court than Michael Jordan. Uh, and okay, uh, not even uh, that. And he, like basically, that's what Russell Westbrook is now, right? Like he's a killer. But the thing is, Michael Jordan challenged that killer instinct into winning championships, which Russell Westbrook mm-hmm. has not even an iota of a clue how to do. And uh, that's what makes michael jordan the great the goat the best player of all time and uh, the most lethal player that you can face off in a court like if michael jordan staring down at you you know michael jordan wants to kill you he wants to genuinely okay. kill you he just wants to kill you he's going to dominate you and the best way to dominate another person is by killing them and which is what michael jordan wants to do you to you on a basketball court LeBron just does not have that. LeBron is a lot more uh, Larry Larry Bird like or Magic Johnson like in that sense. He wants to elevate the sport and bring it bring everyone in together and he wants to win a lot more as a team. Michael Jordan just wants to kill you and that's I just love that. For a guy who really espouses team sports, I just love what Michael Jordan does. Just that just that just how it works for me. Okay, so let's uh, okay let let's talk a bit about uh, Ben Simmons and Rudy Gobert, the defensive players of the year one and two, and uh, <laughs> I, I don't really like this conversation because I like both of them. Yeah, I don't hate either of them, but uh, this I idea like that yeah, I don't. There's care. no doubt about it. They, they were they were a, basically a like Ben Simmons was a complete like what what was Ben Simmons hasn't learned how to fucking score a layup or what? What's wrong with him? Like what what's there is some mental score? problem, dude. There is something very ah. wrong. Like there is a complete. Uh, it's 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 so poor. Like you haven't improved. You have so much talent and you haven't put in the work. I mean, yeah, you kind at a human level you can kind of empathize because I think that that's the case with a lot of people. I could say that for myself. But uh, I mean, elite sportsmen, yeah. Like you, you're supposed to have that edge. You're supposed to have that mentality, where you put in everything you have into being the best. What and if you're, he he's twenty four now. He's been in the 24. league for a long, long time. Twenty four, twenty five. He's been there for like three years now. Three, four. No, three it's years. been like five, six years. Like first season, he didn't hey, even play. First season, he was injured, na. So he's been basically being playing for. Yeah, no, but he's been playing years. for five years. He's been playing for a while. Like Donovan Mitchell has learned so much in that time period. That excuse does not work in my opinion. Ah, no, but still, because was because Ben Simmons was. I don't have a problem with Ben Simmons, the guy or the player. The problem is the there was a clear indication that Ben Simmons is going to be one of the best players in basketball in the next few years, ah. and. that is something that we have to let go of because the guy does not have that killer edge i'm that's why i'm not talking about i'm not talking about ben simmons from a basketball player perspective i'm talking about ben simmons from one of the most talented basketball players in the game from the, when you look at it from that perspective there is nothing but disappointment ha huh. right yeah Yeah, you and what else? Uh, I I don't think it's a wrong lens to look at him. He's worth max money. He's earning the most amount you can earn as a basketball player, right? Like a uh, max, oh, like not a super no. max, not a KD no. or a Curry max or a LeBron or a Davis or the like the thirty forty players that get those max numbers. 
he's not yeah, earning yeah. that but uh-huh. he's getting a lot he's getting a the he's getting more money than jason tatum and jason mm-hmm. tatum goes for 15 playoff games so and wins the game he actually won that game when he went for 50 or 60 he went for he went for 50 ha huh, 50 50 and i think one of the last games he went for 60 also like i don't think that was in the playoff i think 64 is like playoff record he wouldn't have gone for 60 he went for 60 i remember him going no no not in the playoffs i think it was in the ah, play in or season. it was in the play in or uh, regular season ah it was in the play in like that was one of the no play in he went for 50 or something oh forget okay sports ke against no regular season acha okay No, because I remember there being a discussion whether which stats it counts in. I'm pretty sure he did. Okay, that's not important. But yeah, like Ben Simmons, like and he he didn't add to his offensive arsenal, and that's so disappointing. And especially looking at Joel, like who's added so much, who has to carry so much of the load. Like honestly, like Ben Simmons is one problem, but nobody really shits on Tobias Harris, who should be shit on a lot more. <laughs> I mean, Both absolutely disgusting. What you're putting up there. I mean, how is this guy supposed to be earning so? He's one of the worst contracts in the NBA. There is no denying it. And uh, I mean, what else do you want? You're the third best guy on the team, and you barely do anything. Like you have to be port with a stick like that fucking meme. Like do something. Like I mean, what's wrong with you? I mean, oh god. They have to separate Embiid and Simmons, or the combination with Harris has completely ruined them, or something. I don't know, but uh, I mean, it was never supposed to work on paper. It's not working, so there it is. It won't be surprising if they separate them out. But the only issue is yeah. But the problem now is that you won't get anything on the on yeah, uh, Ben Simmons. Like, what is supposed to get? Like you can't get a superstar next to Joel. You'll have to get go for two good players. Honestly, like uh-huh. go for DeAndre Hunter and Cam Reddish or something like that. Like some combination of those guys, like players that will actually contribute and help you win. But uh, they won't be superstars. They won't be stars. Yeah. Like you can't get a bad Bradley Beal now. Out of the question. You can't get a CJ McCollum now. That's a very tough one. CJ McCollum like, is still possible. CJ McCollum is still a possibility, but yeah, you have to sacrifice yeah. a lot. You might have to give up Maxi for CJ McCollum. I do. I don't think that's the best no, way to go no, about no. it. I don't think they're like you need to give Maxi for CJ. I don't know. I think I think Blazers have the edge on that negotiation. If you ask me. Okay, let's talk about bit but about Rudy Gobert. Willing to? They're also they also want to get CJ out. Now that's why. Yeah, but Ben Simmons is not exactly the best case scenario. Of what you want to put next to Lillard? Is it? No, but uh, like it's still better than putting CJ in front of when with. Uh, Not really. Leonard. No, when CJ, if CJ had a good, uh, consistent off season, I think the trailblazers could have been better. I think the coaching was also a problem. Ah. Like it was too much Lillard time. Like he was always clocking in, and he, too much effort he had to put in. Like they can do a lot of things. And Nurkic also, like Nurkic is another problem. Right? Nurkic is not going to shoot threes. You'll have to definitely let go of Nurkic if you want Simmons to be there. Hmm. And yeah, so it's going to be a it's problem. It's all the like, Draymond, uh, Draymond Green comparisons that everybody wants Simmons to play as Draymond. He's not Draymond Green. He's just not. Huh? But there is a potential. Like you can play. There is potential. Uh, like until he, he actually plays a Draymond Green and learns from him, yeah, uh, he's not going to be Draymond Green. No, there are a lot of small intricacies that we don't and will not realize. 
and that is why uh, ben the character of premon is also very important in that scenario yeah the character the attitude the gruffness like all those things contribute and ben simmons is not confident enough to carry himself in the weight room like the way like half the battle that remon fights is psychological also right like you would know more about this than i do because you are a, a more consistent watcher of the guy like the attitude there is a cerebral mentality to him which huh. ben simmons clearly lacks okay hmm. So let's talk a bit about Rudy Gobert. I think, uh, and then uh, I don't want to discuss the Bucks too much because they're still in this playoffs. We'll talk uh, about Trey Young the another time. Talk about Bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we can end up end it with Rudy Gobert here. So Rudy Gobert, his why is he so so much of a zero on offense? Like why? And I mean the things that he has done, some so much ridiculous stuff Rudy Gobert has done throughout his career, like crying when he wasn't selected for an All Star team, like. Uh, going out and screaming at the media for not appreciating his game and he he be like i'm he's one of the best players in the league and stuff like that Dude, he didn't say you're... players he said defender like people yeah. really didn't like him as a defender also like, no yeah, but it's not like player. offense and defense can't be two separate things that's that's not how it works like no sport works like that huh. anymore like except for the nfl because you have different players who do those jobs but mm. uh, and which is absolutely moronic in my opinion uh, i mean uh, yeah shitting on the nfl another time so i mean rudy you can't be that like i'm excellent at defending but i'm a complete zero at offense and be expect people to be like oh yeah you're still great no you're but, not you're yeah, earning max money the role the rolling works in the regular season it doesn't work in the playoffs because Yeah, then the whose problem is that? Is that the viewers' problem, or is it the other team's problem, or is it Rudy Gobert's problem? No, it is his problem, but it's not like he's basically zero out of offense. He's, he well, honestly, Shitaj, like the, the Jazz, they want to win regular season games for a long time. What do they want to win? Do they want to win regular season games? Ah, no. Like, do they pay max money to Rudy Gobert for him to do well in the regular season and get DPO wise? Ah, uh, they obviously not, but I like that. Like there's a lot more negativity than what should be. Oh yeah, no, I'm not talking about that. Like, the, yeah, the public perception is always going to be skewed. That's just how public perception works. That's huh, that's, that's the basic idea around public perception, right? Hmm. Like uh, anything can be misinformed and twisted to suit your agenda. But I'm uh, that's why I'm trying to just ask simple questions here. I'm not trying to impose anything. I'm I'm just asking you. This guy's offense is. Doesn't do much in the playoffs. He's not helpful, and that that becomes a problem at the defensive end also because they can play guys that Rudy Gobert will not be able to handle because you you put perimeter guys and guys who just basically want to stick on the perimeter and just screen around and play pick and pop. Like Rudy Gobert's defensive ability is not reliant on that, right? Like that's not his best. At the, uh, he's not yeah. at his best defensively, yeah, right? The the system breaks down if he's at the yeah perimeter. the system yeah so exactly right the system breaks down that's a huge problem in because being at the perimeter the players can't be as aggressive as uh, in the regular season that they can go for the steals or something and mm. let the let this uh, ball handler go and face Gobert and get blocked like there are there are so many ways like Gobert like Gobert is can can be so good on the defensive end. especially hmm. obviously in the rim protection area mostly because hmm. that's gobert there's a reason hmm. he's called the stifle tower hmm. like you can see players running away from him but yeah. it just doesn't work if but he's not the most dominant defensive player also i think uh, as a 
actual defensive like dream like the guy who scares people the most i think has to be joel embiid most likely or well yanis is not exactly a do face up defender he's more of a help defender guy help like he's defender. he's yeah. when he comes in from the side so i think i think joel is scarier like because uh, joel because looks scarier I, also <laughs> yeah and also because like joel is can do so many thing on the offensive end right because huh. like you can't play joel embiid off the floor like if you score two on him somehow He's definitely going to score two on. He's you. going to score two on two of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's that's the balance of defense and offense. Like that's how that's what KOC was also talking about. Like hmm. he said that because uh, uh, like on defense, Gobert can be played around. Like you can play around in. A, you can have a system which Gobert becomes ineffective, and hmm. he's because he's a complete zero on offense. You don't have to worry about that guy that you're playing. Like. Like offensive system, the guys executing the offensive and defensive systems are the same, right? So huh. you can put in an uh, an offensive player who is uh, going to nullify Gobert, who Gobert will have to mark in an uncomfortable position, and then not worry about Rudy Gobert punishing that guy on defense because mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert is a uh, is terrible at offense. So even if he's a mismatch, it does doesn't. It, yeah, Rudy Gobert is not able to take advantage of the mismatches. He just huh. isn't. and that's a huge flaw in the game like imagine next year utah jazz versus the golden state warriors clay and steph are going to pick on him they're going to beat him and stomp on him like i mean it's going to be the whole you can't win a championship this. with this guy in this form like you need somebody else you need somebody else to like and donovan mitchell isn't enough Like the team that has been set around them, this system breaks them. The Cripper system broke them. Maybe it was a big ha- mismatch from them. Ah, uh, matchup was a big mismatch, but huh? The Conley injury also, and the Clippers. Yeah, no, the those are dude. They lost Kawhi Leonard for the last two games, and they won both of them. Huh? But till till it was basically. It seemed basically. No, it wasn't basically over. But it wasn't know. over. Yeah, Utah were up huh. at that time. Utah were Utah up. Utah had to win one game with Kawhi Leonard not playing, and they huh. lost both of their opportunities. Why it's they have uh, it's it's definitely a failure. Like there is no. Huh. Uh, no yeah, you, you might love Rudy Gobert and the Jazz, but I think it's better if we accept the fact I mean, that this was a, a this was a definite huh. failure. It was very disappointing. If you if you're leading by twenty at the at in the third quarter, not even in the first half. Yeah, it is a disappointment. Terence Mann is beating you. Come on, man. Terence Mann and Reggie Jackson. Like I have watched Clippers' ke most games. Reggie Jackson is not what I expected. Like oh yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. No, a, I'm not trying to completely. Basically, what I'm saying is that this has been this they failed this year and they have to you figure something out for next year. The last game, they it was a Terence Mann game because Terence Mann scored hmm. like thirteen in the third quarter again. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the Suns team is much more equipped to handle huh. uh, the Clippers mismatch. That's not a mismatch because the Andre Ayton is uh, is able to do a lot more things. Like the versatility, right, on both ends hmm. of the floor. Like. Yeah, DeAndre DeAndre Ayton is not as good as Rudy Gobert on the defensive, not even close. But the fact that DeAndre Ayton can do seven different things on the offensive end makes him a lot more dangerous than Rudy Gobert overall as a player. That's what it is about. You have to be versatile both ways. You have to be able to do things on both ends of the floor to be able to hold your own in this league. That is it. Nikola Jokic had to become a reasonable defender. 
because he was ah. not a good defender in the beginning of his career he had to become a reasonable defender to be the most dangerous man on the floor at all times even though he had the offensive spark all the time he could think of passes that we could not even dream of like you can't even imagine the way the speed at which that brain works like it's unimaginable to us i mean you it's it's uh, uh, it's a problem and rudy gobert has to solve this problem if he's supposed to be worth the 200 million he's getting paid you have to look at it from a contract perspective ha uh-huh. ha it's just not there's possible a lot of not to issues with the gobert wala thing no because no it's a salary cap league right like you're putting in so if you're putting 30 35% of your money in one player and that person can completely break is can be the cause of your system completely breaking down then you're putting your money in the wrong place isn't it you can't hey, rudy gobert was like 15 million no, nobody would have asked half, half these questions that i've asked you today not ah. even half like not even half nobody would have bothered Nobody asked these questions of Derek Favors, who's earning that money. Derek Favors isn't earning fifteen million. <laughs> yeah, over two years he isn't. I, ha, over two years he might be, but he's not earning. He's not earning more hey. than five, I think. Yeah, whatever. Okay, so like a fifteen million player, who do you want to look at? Jordan Clarkson is Jordan or Clarkson being held responsible for the f- failures of this Utah Jazz team? No, right. No, that, that that's why the contract matters. The contract is supposed to be to, to tell you the your worth to the team. And if you're not, if you're not you pulling up your worth, pay, yes, 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 yeah, you, yeah, that's why these contracts are important. Like, like in football, we don't talk in these terms much, but in basketball, you have to, you, uh, you have to repeat. Go ahead. Like you can't be played out the court even if you're pay, being paid one forty million. If you're Ben Simmons, that's also one thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You just you, just, you can't be. Like you can't be replaceable. You can't be a liability. You're a liability. Huh. These two men were liabilities. Hmm. I'm not trying to shit on them. That's not the objective of this. I'm just this trying to small. figure out. I'm just trying to answer. Trying to find the answer to the question. Why were they shit on? Like why? Why were they? Why were they played off the court? Why were they liabilities? And why it's unacceptable for these men paid so much money and worth so much to their teams? Like there is so much effort and time and uh, money being put into invested into these guys, it's an investment at the end of the day. That's just how the c- c- concept of sport works nowadays. Like in Formula One, the team is investing a lot of money into a car and a driver, right? If you keep crashing the car, or if you don't do what is required of the car, you are a liability. You're going to lose the seat. Alex Albon became a liability to Red Bull, uh, and we can clearly see it because Checo Perez has completely changed the game for that team. They are genuine I, title contenders now. It's not only yeah. Albon, nah, that's the point. Like the Red Bull. No, no, I'm not saying it is Albon's fault. I love Alex yeah. Albon. You know that. Uh, yeah, we. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he is my favorite. He was my favorite driver on the grid last year, and I had like that's the guy I was. That was my guy, basically. Mm. I don't care. I don't care. But like, you have to. We have to face facts at the end of the day. You have to be yeah. objective. Like that is why I want to these do these podcasts more because I want to be more objective. I want to be able to dissociate my personal feelings from an issue and ask questions. That's all, and that's what I'm trying to do, and that's why I'm trying to answer those questions, looking at it from an objective perspective. But what does Gobert do? He's not going to make his own basket. Like he can. Be you need to have a post game, right? What ah, else are you so, supposed to yeah. do when you're seven feet tall and bigger than everyone else on the floor? Have a post game. Pick up a couple of moves. Watch Hakeem. Like yeah, Based don't try and be Hakeem because Hakeem had like forty uh. different ways of killing you. Don't be Kevin McHale because he had I think one or two more, and uh, yeah, just 
just just learn like it's not like a basketball Get is a game in which being tall is is a big uh-huh. big advantage and you can learn a lot of things just like both these guys have options ben simmons so i'm absolutely pissed off by he the fact that he has not like people keep talking about him jump shot you don't need a fucking jump shot way of basketball tells you that like what's sports best shot that mid range jumper that he kept dropping and dropping and dropping like a madman you don't have to be a three point shooter it's not necessary you just need to find ways to score that's what playoff basketball is about i get a jump hook be like deandre yeah, Ayton. get a get jump that hook. like janis also i don't get the three Giannis point logic just learn learn things which are which you will be more capable of pulling off in an actual playoff game Giannis that is, is why you need to play off these guys are too old huh. these guys have huh. time to learn this like it's not like they're at the end of their careers or something like that they're not they're not in the westbrook harden range like where your next couple of years define your legacy you have time you can still learn and improve and be in your prime like that's just it like, uh, like they both have a def- like okay not gobert as much but ben simmons has a complete defensive game to back his offense if he if he just gives a bit more offensive not a bit more but he gives something offensive no but he's not a great rim protector you can't play him as center ha, too much bit- Han, but one to four, there is no. There aren't a lot of players. Not the greatest ability to have when you're six foot eleven. That's another problem, right? Like Ben Simmons mm-hmm. is a huge conundrum to solve. Like ah. you can't be the Shaq. You can't play Shaq Kobe kind of idea, like where you have one perimeter star and one uh, defensive uh, juggernaut, like a basically, like a, yeah, juggernaut works quite well. Dominating the paint both sides, honestly. Yeah, exactly. You you can't have that combination. Rudy Gobert can actually do that. I think Rudy Gobert is in a better position than. Uh, Shack, but the problem is that Rudy's offensive game is much worse than Ben Simmons. Much worse. Ben Simmons can at least pass and play in transition. Rudy Gobert bear barely any weapons. He can barely dribble the ball. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's kind of weird. Like you had to yeah. keep a couple of post moves. I think I honestly I don't like talking about this this way. Like let's learn a couple of post moves because I can barely actually dribble a basketball. So me telling anybody to do anything on a basketball court is. Uh, Is is hypocrisy at its finest, but uh, and we don't yeah. understand half of it also. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't understand. Like I don't know how set plays are drawn in basketball. I don't know. I just don't uh, know. Like the NBA thing, you can do set plays, but I don't know how those set plays work. So what am I supposed to do? I mean, yeah, I'm I'm not going to pretend as if I know basketball more than anybody. Mm. That's not why I'm talking about this. I'm just talking about what I thought and what I saw, and. Uh, It's 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 a discussion. It's not supposed to be seen as this holy grail. This is just a comment and an opinion. I'm not trying to shit on anyone. I'm I'm just trying to put my opinion out there. If you like it, if you agree with it, you can agree with it. If you don't agree with it, you can talk to me about it. That's the objective. Yeah. If I do, if you have something that you can explain to me, please go ahead and explain to me because I'm willing to listen. I want to know more. That's also part of why I'm doing this so that I can talk to more people and learn more about basketball. uh yeah go simmons and gobert like simmons like even kevin o'connor says about his jump shot like there is a lot of people who say his jump shot is there like they can't take it like you can yeah. hear jerry's podcast him and tj connor yeah. talking about it he has a normal jump he has a jump shot which looks good like the mechanics looks okay but he just yeah. doesn't, doesn't want to take it like you need someone to unlock that then there is a mental and thing that is going there is a mental huh. block then you need some sort of uh, uh therapeutic uh, process or something like i don't know the answer to that question but yeah ben simmons has to figure it out but honestly i don't want a jump shot from these guys no, i just don't 
just do something you just have different just be versatile that's it huh. i think that's the way to win this like you have to have different weapons for different situations like, like just uh, like andrew wiggins last last season and this season hmm. you saw andrew wiggins basically a zero on defense and this season hmm. he was taking the best matchups and he was doing well against them yeah he like was he, definitely and he, 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 he was an excellent wing defender exactly he had the skill set to do it he had the athleticism to do it he he could like the, like anthony anthony edwards he he's fast he's athletic he's got the he's got the strength also he for being a very slim guy not lanky guy whatever like andrew wiggins had it, he never defended for minnesota warriors somehow got him to defend and he defended really well yeah because you have like if you have guys like draymond green on your team you will automatically ah. defend like like there is nobody on that team who does not defend they were one of the best defensive teams this year huh. but you pick the players out you will be like barely half of these guys even should know how to defend but like, that, that's the kind of atmosphere the that is there that's the culture that is there in that team want toscano anderson kent bazemore yeah. players like these just they've defended hard that's it yeah that's how they the defend hard play. and they know where to be because draymond is huh. the one who's directing traffic He is, he, has, he is the best defender in the league. He is. Huh, I honestly huh. think so. He is the best defender in the Especially league. Especially the best playoff defender in the league. There is no doubt. Oh yeah, I am not uh, like no. I think playoff defender uh, Anthony Davis will hold that title till somebody actually wrestles it from his dead hands. Huh, I guess so. it's Anthony Davis, man. Come on, Anthony Davis has the reach huh. and the athletic ability of almost nobody in this league. Like he huh. can block shots from any fucking where on the court. Like I, I'm not a huge Anthony Davis guy. I am not, but I cannot deny the fact but that Anthony, Anthony Davis, Davis is one of the best. You can't. You just can't. He's huge, it. and he has his defensive instincts are second to ah. none. Like I understood LeBron chose Anthony Davis because he understood exactly how good Anthony Davis is, and last year told us how good Anthony Davis is. His offensive impact is not the number that matters the most, honestly. Ah. His threat, his threat is very important, but these are two different. Like his actual scoring is not that valuable. His value solely lies in how he can defend anywhere on the court. Like we can talk Nobody about the Lakers this season also. Like it's it's a yeah. The moment Anthony Davis season. was hobbled, this the, no, LeBron knew that title that. challenge is over. No, it's not even that. The team in itself was built very sh- shabbily. Yeah, there were issues in the team. There were holes in the team because Anthony Davis was supposed to be the glue that holds it all together. It was not as good as la- as good as last year's team. Let's just be honest. Like they brought in names, but those names never stuck together. Yeah, they they had they issues. Like okay, yeah, the Lakers had a lot of issues. Like uh, they had problems, and yeah, you don't win a championship every year, isn't it? Can't it be just as simple as that? Like especially when your two best two players miss like thirty games. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like you yeah, and Anthony Davis and Anthony Davis' biggest problem is his injuries, not his actual yeah. game. His game does not need improvement as much. Nee. Like it will improve because he's a basketball player and he will work hard at his craft. But like uh, back that's, and leg injuries is not you, great for us. Being time. on the floor is much more important. Durability is a factor, as I think we've talked about it a long time. Being available yeah. in itself is a huge, huge factor. Like, like that ah. is why another reason why I love Nikola Jokic. That has to count. Like you have being to count the fact that this guy will not get injured. Ah. He does not get injured. He will not get injured. He will not be played off the floor. Like there is no way, Nikola Jokic, like, you can kill him, but you can't do. You can't take him off this basketball court. Hmm. That's just that's just how his he's built himself up as a basketball player. And that's the that's the same way Russell Westbrook was, and the same way LeBron James was. But then you have one injury, 
and then shit gets fucked. So I'm scared. I'm more scared for Nikola Jokic getting injured because you don't I'm know. Like, LeBron is going to be injured every season now. He went like 15 yeah, years. I don't know if LeBron, LeBron is going to win another title, honestly. I don't know. He can. He can. Obviously, he can. He's like, LeBron fucking he was, James. He was but, playing MVP level games this season. Yeah, he, he was playing for a while in this. He was in the MVP discussion. The first, no first half of it, he like he was yeah. almost the MVP. Him, Jok- Jokic, and Embiid. Like Jokic, people oh, didn't want to say because of all the uh, because him being a fatty and uh, he doesn't look like a basketball player. Like people were willing to give it to Chris Paul rather than uh, accept the fact that you basically saw one of the greatest offensive seasons ever. And fuck you for suggesting that. I think uh, like Dame is telling you like Jokic is the MVP and you can't you can't take it away from him. He's the one of the greatest players. This like he's this is one of the greatest seasons we are seeing from a player. I mean, the analytics backed it up. Everything backed it up. Like the performances backed it up. Jokic had half a team for most of the season. Uh, Like Murray, Murray was terrible in the beginning. There was a competition. Hmm? If you had Embiid playing 72 games, then maybe you had a competition. Yeah, but it's not possible for Embiid to play 72 games. I'm willing to bet on it. Like yeah. Embiid will not play 72, 82 games any season. He's not going to play a full season. Like even five games he's going to miss at least. Hmm. Okay, we've been gone on going on for a long, long time. It's uh, almost one and a half hour, more than one and a half hours. I think we'll stop here. And uh, yeah, uh, th- this is not going to be very frequent. Uh, we are not going to market this honestly. Don't. That's not what this is for. This yeah. is for our personal uh, enjoyment and as a record, as a log. That's how I look at it. It's. Uh, yeah. I'm not trying to uh, burn any bridges or anything. I just look at it oh. that way. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I. W- I want to enjoy doing this. It's. It's for ah. my own. Uh, it's. It's very personal to me. It's. Uh, that's it. So, like, I don't mind marketing, but I'm not going to put in too much of an effort. And uh, yeah, we'll do this. I don't know. It'll be infrequent because Shitaj is a medical student and he has things to do. We can't do it all the time. He has exams all the time. I don't know how it works. And uh, yeah, uh, maybe next week. I don't think it's next week, but uh, yeah, next to next week, maybe. Yeah, we might we might put out an alert before we actually an Instagram post or something we might put out before we actually upload this. And uh, yeah, uh, it's the Podding Along podcast. We'll be on the PL Report, Spotify, Google Podcasts and uh, Feed. And uh, yeah, thank you so much, Shitij. And uh, would you like to say the last few words before we log uh, off? Final thoughts? Uh, not really. See you guys next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah all right. Yeah. So, all right. Thank you. Thank you for listening and see you next time.